Hi, friends. Welcome to God Stories. I am your host, Cassie, and I am so glad that you're here with me today. This is where I have on my friends, both new and old, to share their God stories. From the big, aha, miraculous, life-changing moments to the ordinary, everyday moments that are oftentimes the very extraordinary, life-changing ones. My hope is that you're encouraged. My hope is that you're sometimes challenged. My hope is that you feel welcome and enjoy today's episode. Thanks for joining me for season two. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you went ahead right now and subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it. If you rate and review it, that's so helpful because then other people will know to check out my podcast when they come across it. I would love if you could do that on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hey friends, welcome to God Stories. I'm so excited to be back on season two and be back with one of my very best friends, Claire Huntoon. Welcome, Claire. I am so excited to be here, Cassie. Thank you for having me. We are on Zoom today because Claire lives in Michigan with her family. Uh, just so excited to have you. But Claire and I met in on a trip to Honduras. What was it? Eight years ago, I think. Actually, probably close to, I don't know, eight or nine. 2013. Yeah, it was so, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard about this trip from Carrie Job's Facebook page. I was living in North Dakota at the time, and I had been to Honduras once before. I knew I always wanted to go back. And when I saw this trip advertised, I had only been married a couple years. We were about to move back to Texas, but I was like, I have to go. I knew that I needed to go on that trip. So I signed up and then was able to go. It was summer, yeah, of 2013. And I knew nobody going on this trip. There was 2,000 missionaries and pastors going. And the whole purpose was we were going to Honduras for all 18 states in Honduras based on Isaiah's vision of um, can a nation be saved in a day from Isaiah 66, 8. And so we started out in Miami and then we all went to Honduras and I met Claire in Miami and she was in my like small group team on the state we were going to go to. And then we actually, do you remember this, Claire? We started out on a seven hour bus ride. Um, once we landed, we were on a bus ride for seven hours. And yeah, um, like I remember that very vividly. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is we didn't talk that whole ride and we were in the same seat right next to each other. I'm pretty sure I just stared out the window the whole time. Yeah, it was kind of a, I guess I don't want to use the word traumatizing, but it was, it was a scary start to that trip because it was in the dark and we were driving on a huge passenger bus through the jungle. I mean, it was exactly as it sounds like. It was kind of scary. <laughs> and I felt like I was the only one that didn't know a soul, but I don't think you knew that, that many people, did you? No, not really. Um, I had heard about the trip um, through a church that was um, that I was attending as a young adult. And so I knew a few people mutually from that group and a couple people from Port Huron, my hometown that were going. So, but really, I mean, out of 2000 people going, really, I didn't know anybody. So. And it is so funny because now I can call you best friend, but that is so funny to me that that whole seven hour bus ride, we didn't talk, I don't think at all. Uh, and then we, yeah. we were, had different roommates and then kind of at the end of the trip, um, 
were together in a room, I think for a night or two and became friends. And then I remember um, that I needed a place to stay the night and Claire so graciously, she had a hotel room, um, let me join her in her king size bed and we became friends. And then here we are all these years later, great friends, but will you speak to- Yeah, that was the best. Yeah. But will you speak to that Honduras trip a little bit? That was my first time to really witness miracles. Uh, was it your first time? And do you want to say anything about that? Yes. Um, it was my first experience witnessing miracles as we, um, you know, I think that there's something to say about miracles that happen every day in the mundane. God does amazing things for us each day. But um, that was the first experience I had seen truly what God can do. I think things that just make your heart stop and your jaw drop kind of things. Um, we, I remember one story in particular, and I don't even remember what part of the trip this was because it wasn't anything significant because um, the goal that we were trying to achieve was this nation saved in a day. And it culminated with this huge, you know, revival at the end of our trip. But throughout the whole seven days we were there, there were just lots of different things we did. And this was just one of the nights we were there and we stopped at, I think it was like a city village. And I don't know if you'll even remember this story like I do, but we just started praying for people. And I remember never experiencing that kind of boldness in my face before that. And wow. these people were begging for us to pray for them. And, you know, we were happy to do that. That was why we were there. And I remember praying for a young girl who couldn't have been much older than me that had some kind of deformity of her in her back. It was like a cyst or something like that, that caused her pain and discomfort. And, you know, there was always that language barrier. So you didn't really know exactly what they were telling you. You got the very short version or, you know, hand signals and a yes kind of thing. And I remember putting my hand on her back and I could feel that there was something there. And by the end of us praying for her, it was gone and she was celebrating. Wow. And it was just this beautiful moment of me. I mean, it was a test of my own faith, honestly, because I was like, okay, God, I really hope you're going to heal this person that I'm praying for because, you know, that's how we want to see you, God. Like, please manifest your spirit in this person's body and heal them. And it happened. It was the craziest thing. And so, I mean, we saw people in wheelchairs get up and walk. Um, I know you shared that part of the story on your God story podcast, but just amazing things like that. And, you know, I think we, in our finite minds and in our wandering hearts, we read the Bible and we believe that Jesus can do those things, but gosh, I mean, I think we definitely stop ourselves short of knowing that they really will happen until we see it ourselves. And so that trip changed my life forever because I did see that. I like that you said test of faith. I think that's such a great way to put it and thinking about it for myself. I think that's really kind of what it was for me as well, because I had a moment where I was thinking, oh my goodness, what if I pray for this person and he isn't healed? Maybe I'm not like as gifted as these other people or whatever. And, you know, I've since learned, well, it, that's really not what it's about. You know, scripture just says, amen. Yeah. A mustard seed of faith. And it's Jesus. that does the healing, you know? And so mm -hmm. I just love that. I remember, I let me know if you remember this story too, but this was so fun. I have this memory of we got lost on the road. So we traveled everywhere by a school bus, 
you know, there was like probably 25 of us or so in this, this group in this state. And we uh, traveled on a school bus and we got lost, but we ended up at this like army barracks. Do you remember this? We were trying to go somewhere yes. else. Yeah. And so we ended up at this just random building that happened to be like army barracks or something. And all these army men start marching in. And so we end up just like talking with them and sharing the gospel and they all accept Jesus as their savior. And it was incredible. It was like, what we did not plan on going there. We just ended up there from being lost. And then all these men like raised their hands, their hands went like flying in the air to accept the Lord. And it's just so cool to me that, you know, it's just how God works. And we, all we have to do is just you know, love people, listen to them, share them about the good news. And then God does the work, you know, I love it. I love it. Yes. I loved getting to experience those miracles with you too. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking too, of, you know, the stories of Jesus's miracles. And I think it's Matthew when Matthew eight and nine, where he heals the leper and the centurion's servant, and they're all right in a row. It's like Peter's sister-in-law. And then there's like four miracles right in a row and all of them um, is Jesus saying that he was inspired by their faith or moved by their faith. And I think that that's so amazing that he, you know, we, when I was tested in my faith, so was the person I was praying for, you know, they were looking to me and they saw the Holy spirit resting on me that they were like, this girl can pray for me. And by faith, I will be healed. And it's all Jesus. It always is, but yes, it's just faith. You have to believe. That's so good. I love what you said. Hey friends. So we got cut off this weird zoom thing coming back, but we were just talking about Honduras and it was just a life-changing trip really for the both of us in so many ways. And it's one that I'll never forget. And I just love that that's how I met you, Claire. That can only be an act of the Lord too. Just you're really, like I said before, one of my best friends and that we met in such a, a cool, unique way is fun. So that really started off our friendship where we kind of decided once a year, we would come visit each other or take a trip together. And we really did that uh, for several years. And now of course, this weird last year of Corona, we've not been able to, but uh, since that trip, we have really seen each other through some really neat seasons. I moved back um, to Houston and you got married and all kinds of things, but you really experienced some personal miracles yourself. Will you just kind of share what happened for you after Honduras and your personal miracles that you experienced? Yes. And just a note on that, that I think I remember the right after we met in Honduras. So the following year, when we got together again, we shared our testimonies more in depth with one another. And both of us, I remember before we went to Honduras had asked God for a friend. And so that is another little miracle he performed is putting you in my life for sure. So wow. we're just really blessed. About to, that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just so blessed that all these years of friendship started in on that Honduran trip and all those crazy things that happened and it's just such a gift that we can talk about that and remember it and it's just great but yes um so oh geez so it feels like so long ago too but um so, so much after life we has got happened. back from yeah so after we got back from Honduras I was finishing up college and I met my wonderful husband Brandon yeah. who is 
just the best. And, and him and I funny. share the same birthday. I was going to say, it's just another one of those things. <laughs> yes. And I mean, um, I'm quite a bit older than him, but August 30th. Woohoo! Yes. A special date for sure. And so, yeah, so 2014, I met my husband and, um, we began our, you know, journey towards marriage. We were pretty serious about it right from the beginning. Um, when we met each other, he always says he knew he wanted to marry me and he only ever thought of me as his wife, but I don't know. We'll see if that's really true for sure. But, um, he's wonderful. And we ended up getting married in 2018 and, but I guess really why God has me on God's words with Cassie today is to kind of share the miracle of my babies. And so that kind of all began when I fell in love, obviously, because uh, that kind of conversation came up pretty quickly because we were serious about getting married and, you know, what's your future going to look like and what do we both want and things like that. And so it kind of takes it back a few years because when I was 18, I found out that I have a very rare adrenal disease. And so basically what that meant is for years, I never had a period. I was just kind of rare and weird in that way. And I'm sure lots of women will hear that will say, woo, good for you, girl. But no, it was kind of, it was uncomfortable because I knew something was wrong with me. And so um, it took years of trying to figure that out. It took almost three years for doctors to finally diagnose what I actually had wrong with me. So it's a congenital adrenal disease where the simplest way to put it is that my body produces more masculine hormones. They, I produce more androgens than I do estrogen and progesterone. And so if just getting right down to the science, it just means that um, my, my body doesn't work like a normal woman's would as far as the ways of womanhood. Um, I just don't have periods naturally. I don't know when my ovaries ovulate. It's just kind of strange. So um, that was something that I needed to share with Brandon because I had been told by my endocrine specialist that having children would be very difficult for me. Um, that there was things that they could do to have, there would be interventions I would need um, and different things like that. But just, she kind of alerted me, you know, having babies is going to be hard for you. So I had to tell my loving husband that because that would affect our future. And so he was just, that's why he's my husband, because he's such an amazing gift. And he was just very accepting of that. Um, it was almost like nothing ever happened when I told him that. He was just like, hey, this is just part of who we are. And we'll see, you know, what God does with it. Like right away, that was what he said. His response was just you know, okay. <laughs> I love you anyway. So, um, were you nervous to tell him that? Oh yeah, I was. Yes. Because I think I, I guess I had come to terms and accepted that a lot, like well before I met him, I was 18 when I found out and I didn't meet Brandon until I was 21. So, um, you know, I had had years of, you know, that it didn't really matter to me, I guess, because I wasn't in that state of mind where I wanted to be married and have children and I guess it just was something that I accepted and I moved on. Um, so telling him it just meant that something was changing, I guess. And so it was a big deal. Um, and then probably such a relief too, whenever he responded that way. Yes. And just another confirmation that he was who God had for me as a spouse um, and partner in life. 
so that was great. And then, so I just guess I'm trying to figure out where I should go from here. So anyway, we, before we got married that summer, um, I, so basically to have periods, I had to have some kind of hormone replacement for almost 10 years. Um, so I was on birth control for a really long time. Um, and I had a lot of like side effects from that, that made me like sick. I was nauseous, um, issues with my weight, um, different things like that. So when we decided to get married, we went to my endocrine specialist together and I didn't want to be on birth control anymore because I was getting married and that it was just kind of like, you know, one of those things where we're crossing, we're getting married. So we're going to be having sex and I don't really need to be on birth control. Do I, it was like one of those meetings where we had to just figure out what the next step was because I didn't know if it would be dangerous if I accidentally got pregnant by some miracle. I'm saying by some miracle, because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> but anyway, um, about six months before we were married, I stopped taking birth control for health reasons. It just felt a lot better. And then we got married in June of 2018. And I was pregnant with my miracle baby Bradley before the following year. So I got pregnant May of 2019. That's incredible. Because I yeah. remember too, for a long time, you saying to me, whenever we would talk, whenever this would come up, that it would be like near impossible to get pregnant. Like it, you just, it would be really an act of God. And anyways, keep going. Cause this is awesome. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things too, when Brandon and I had premarital counseling, we had a wonderful opportunity to meet a couple at our church that we were having our counseling at that actually God must've aligned our stories so that this would be kind of where we would go with ours. Maybe it was, they encouraged me to pray a prayer that I never had prayed before. And I guess God was listening and he knew, knows the desires of our hearts better than we even do. But during our premarital counseling, we had met with a couple that had, she had had a surgery, a very significant surgery on, she had endometriosis and doctors had basically told her the same thing your body is not like everybody else's now. And, you know, having children is going to be very difficult for you. And we don't know what that's going to look like. And so they shared their testimony with us. And they said that when they got married, they asked God, you know, this is a desire of our hearts. We want to have children and have your way, Lord. If it's not biological children, we're okay with that too, but we would love that. And so I remember having a conversation after that counseling session with Brandon of like, we've never even really talked about if that matters to us, like having biological children or not biological children, you know, do we want to have children? Like we had had this, like, you know, we've had moments in our relationship where we talked about it, but it was never just like, we just accepted that we may not have children, I guess. And that was as far as it went. So, um, we prayed that same prayer, um, God, if it's your desire for us to have children, then let your will be done in our lives. So, which that can be a scary prayer. That can be a scary prayer for a lot of people to pray. If I'm thinking of the women that like really desire to have a children and, and the men that really desire to have a children to get to that place in your relationship with the Lord, where you can say, okay, your will, not mine be done. And I trust you and love you more than anything. And this is a desire of my heart, but I'm laying it before you and giving it to you because I trust you. That can be a hard prayer to pray. Yes. And 
I think too, it was too for more than one reason, because I think the idea of having children at that point in my life still kind of was an unknown and a scary thing. So if it was God's will for me to have a baby, it was going to shock me and surprise me. And that's exactly what it did. <laughs> so, and it's just amazing because, um, you know, and I want to be sensitive to that because I know that a lot of women have stories of just, you know, one heartbreak after the other and disappointment and, um, and that isn't my story. And I don't know why it's not because I thought it would be, I really believe that that would be my story because that's what doctors told me. Um, so I'm very thankful to God for that, but I also am very sensitive and my heart is tender to women who are suffering because it is very difficult, um, for many. Yeah. So I'm just very thankful that um, this is the story God wrote in my life. And I think, again, just that we have to trust and believe him, even if we are being, you know, put through a season of heartbreak and disappointment. So, yeah, just... it's, it's so well said. And not only did you have to trust him and all that and what just a joy Bradley is, he just recently turned one, but tell us about what happened, what you found out in November of 2020 when your son was <laughs> old, like seven months or six. Yes. My son was, he probably was barely seven months old and I was feeling some very familiar things, extremely nauseous. And I, so I went back to work full time when my son was five months old and we were in, we were in a huge life transition. My husband and I, with our three month old son moved from Saginaw, Michigan, back to Port Huron, which was our hometown. Um, and we were, we sold our house in Saginaw very quickly and were unable to find a house basically quickly as we sold our other one when we moved. So we were living with my parents, um, with my dog and my cat and my infant son. And I went back to work in August. And so it was just kind of a whirlwind. I was still breastfeeding um, very regularly, pumping all the time. And all of a sudden, just some weird things started happening. My breast milk supply plummeted and I was nauseous and peeing all the time. And one night I was like, oh my gosh something. I think I'm pregnant and I didn't tell anybody. And then the next morning I had to work. So I I'm a visiting nurse. So I travel a lot for my job and I, this is, there's this strange little town in the West area of where I live called Yale, Michigan with a Sunco gas station. And I stopped there and bought a pregnancy test in the middle of the day, at like three o'clock and got gas and then went in and peed on the stick and I found out I was pregnant again. <laughs> and it's just as surprising and shocking as the first time I found out, which I guess is kind of silly to say in retrospect, but babies, I mean, it's just a miracle. It's a, but all babies, all children are a miracle. And when You've been told the odds are totally stacked against you. No matter how many times God says, no, I have a different plan. You're still surprised. <laughs> and it's so awesome. She, you called me when you were like, I think the day you found out and you were in shock. And I just remember we just prayed and celebrated too. And then you were about six weeks, I think, because you're due in July of 2021. Yes. And I'm due on your son's birthday. 
Oh, oh my gosh, Claire. Okay, you told me this and I forgot and I could not remember which day in July. <laughs> oh my gosh, me and Brandon share a birthday and Judah and this is your second son too, which is just yes. so special. Is that public yes. knowledge? I just said that. Yes, people oh, know. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just, here we go. We're having fun, right? God has given us the steps of our lives that I never imagined or dreamed for myself. And it's one of those amazing things where he just continues to refine me. And now that I'm a mom to a toddler who has opinions and, you know, he doesn't really talk yet, but he certainly will scream. So I am being refined through that with patience and virtues of a wife and mother that are sometimes a struggle and I know we've talked about that before but anyway it's just I I'm I'm still kind of in shock I'm 21 weeks pregnant today and I am still wondering you know how that happened (laughs) (laughs) thank you God right oh yeah praise the Lord it's incredible and he just it always blows me away. It's like the scripture, you know, we, I'm, I'm butchering this a little, but you'll know what I'm saying. It's like, we can plan our life. Like we can direct our, you know, we can plan it, but God directs our steps. And he totally like, this is one where it's like, you don't really have control over it. You don't know what's going to happen. And you're just trusting him with your life. Cause he, you're giving, like you offered it to him. You gave him your life and and look what he's doing with it. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's also challenging. You're going to have two babies, you know what you're going to have two, one and under, which is awesome. And he's equipped you for it. I remember, you know, before Honduras, when we were in that, in that town, and I think it was Miami preparing for the trip, I think it was Jen Johnson. She was leading worship, her and her husband, Brian. And I remember them saying, and I wrote it down that he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the calls. And I'll never forget that. And I just love that it's kind of a full circle moment here too. It's like, you know, we started off that Honduras trip and him saying that I felt so ill-equipped, you know, for so many things and everyone around me, I thought was just like amazing miracle workers or something. I don't know. And I learned so much and God taught me so much about my faith and taught you as well then. And then just journeying through life. And now here we are young moms and children that, both of us, we didn't plan when they would come or anything, but God just totally did that, you know, like he would in his timing. And I'm just reminded that he doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called and he has equipped, equipped you for what he's called you to. And I just love that. Yes, that is so beautiful and so true. And I remember that too, because I, I mean, there's something to say about how I just never really planned, prepared, or desired to be a mother in my young life, because I was basically told that I wasn't going to have that. And so God knew that that was what I was going to have and what he was going to give. And he's such a good gift giver. He's the best, you know? And it's just, um, I, I just, I guess it puts me at a loss for words because I just feel so thankful to be a mom now. And I, can't imagine my life in any other way. I love my son so much. I can't even talk about it because it makes me want to weep literally. And I think a lot of moms could say the same thing that they just never knew they could love like they do when they have children. And 
it's just such a beautiful picture of who God is and how much he loves us too. You know, that's so true. I mean, my mom has told me that, that when you have children, your heart literally is birthed out of your body and walks around on the outside for the rest of your life. (laughs) And you just can't control what happens to it anymore. And it's just, it's so true because you're, when they fall and hit their head, you're just torn up as much as they are. And you, you know, watch them succeed and learn to walk and eat. And it's just, I mean, I, I feel kind of silly talking about it sometimes because the things that I watch my son do just astonish me. I'm just in awe of God because I look at my son as this incredible, beautiful miracle that I never, ever thought I would have. So I love it. I love it. It's so good. And God, I just can't help but think like God knew before, like he knew, like you said, that this would be your story, but he also knew that like you would give him the glory for it. And just to hear how you've told people this story, I know people have come to know the Lord, like people we don't even know have come to know him and just see him through you sharing what he's done in your life. And I love that it's not anything that you created. It's like, you didn't map this out. You didn't plan it. It's all him. And that's like, such a cool story to share is one that's all him. And I just love, um, that, that you, you have this story, what he's done in your life and that you share it. And it really leads other people. Cause I remember people saying, wait, I thought you couldn't have kids whenever you told them you were pregnant. You're like, yeah, I've been told I can't. And then look what God did. I love that this episode today has turned out to be all about miracles. (laughs) Yes. And I hope that is what people hear is that God does still do miracles and we can believe that he will. Totally. A hundred percent. Okay. Well, before I ask you my fun last question, is there anything else that you can think of that you want to share? Just anything that's on your heart that you would like to share? I don't think so. Just trust God, love God and ask him for what you desire because he probably has a better plan. So good. We can ask him anything, tell him anything. He is a big God and he loves us and cares about the details. Well, I just love you so much. And I forgot, I think I forgot to tell you, I was going to ask you this fun last question. So hopefully it's not putting you on the spot, but, um, Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but if you can sit down with someone from the past or present, and hear their God stories, who would it be and why? Oh my goodness. Hmm. I know, I forgot to tell you I was gonna ask. <laughs> Actually, this is, this has come to mind. I, I think I would want to meet and sit down with Max Lucado. Oh, that's a good and one. I've been surprised by that answer myself, but The main reason being is that when I was really establishing my faith and my belief in God as my own person, as I was growing up, I read his book, Grace, and it changed my life to learn the grace of God and how that has shaped and guided me in my life since then. I would just love to talk to him. And hear about how God shared grace with him and how he wrote that amazing, incredible book. And I have books that he's written for my son too, that just make me cry. So (laughs) I would probably love to meet Max Cicado. Well, I love that. And I have not read that book. I feel like I need to get it to read it. That's really good. 
Yeah, he has a great children's book called Just In Case You Ever Wonder. And it's just beautiful. So I'll look that up too. Hey, I just want to tell you that you know, when I'm be, before we even really became good friends and I met you in Honduras, I just have this memory in my mind of like seeing you and you, you looked like such a confident person and such a leader that I was just drawn to that. And I was like, I want to be like her. And I just want to say like, I am so grateful for your friendship. And I know you know this, but I just love you so much. And I just praise the Lord for connecting us like he did all those years ago. And you know, just for you sharing your story today and taking the time, I know it's not easy to, you know, you're a busy mom and I just really appreciate you being on and sharing and how you really trust him. You know, you're a worshiper and you give him all the glory and I know it's not easy and you do it. You just like give him your life. And I just love that you do that. So thank you for doing that and for being on. Uh, thank you for saying that. And I could echo all of the same things to you too. Well, praise the Lord. Well, I love you. Thanks friends for being on and we'll see you next time.